Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American Global Awakening to the New World Order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence Mondrogan. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. We are back again, Christopher. Welcome to another episode of Pardon My American. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, Davy Boy is still pounding away on that house. Yeah, he's got like four more nails to do. Yeah, he said you might hear four loud thuds. <laughs> He's like, those are definitely not bodies hitting the floor, okay? Yeah. So he's not murdering anybody. They're just nails going into a wall. <laughs> and I said, I'll believe it when I see it. So anyway, yeah, welcome back. The last episode was pretty badass. Talked about those top, top secret documents. Yeah, if you haven't watched that, go to YouTube, check it out, or go up on uh, Apple Podcasts and listen to it. Yes, go subscribe on YouTube, everybody. It's a hoot. It's a hoot and holler. Yeah. And you know what? I haven't said this in a while. Leave a review on Apple Okay, Apple Podcasts. I still read yeah. those while I'm going poop. Yeah. Okay, I enjoy it. I thoroughly do enjoy it. It gives me a smile. And nothing's better than smiling while you poo. So, thank you. <laughs> yeah, get on Pardon My American, everybody. Buy some merch. Really helps us out. And thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. You guys are family to us. I say this all the time. I will sleep in any one of your houses. I feel so comfortable with you guys. I could show up and be like, hey, you got a sleeping bag? A sleep sack and a pillow or something? <laughs> Like, I'll, I'll sleep on the, you know, the floor. Yeah. I just need a place to stay. And that's the, how our Patreon family is. We're all pretty damn close. So I love it. Uh, you guys, it's, uh, we do shows every Friday, call-in shows every Friday, except for this, uh, the week that we do our paranormal Saturday Zoom parties. Yep. Those are off the chain. I mean, our last one was what, two and a half hours? Yeah. It was freaking long, bro. It was bro. Awesome, though. It was great. It went by so quick. Yeah. Those conversations, you never know. And then you're like, oh, where did the time go? Right? So, oh, I heard the nails. He was doing it. Dave wasn't lying. So, yeah, you guys, uh, uh, anything you guys can throw our way, we truly appreciate it. It helps us stay afloat here. We're trying to make this thing our full-time gig. And Chris and Dave will be doing this as a full-time gig. Yep. So, yeah, anything you can throw our way will help us out tremendously. And we truly do appreciate you guys and uh, love talking to you. Um, Meanwhile... We do have some fun topics to talk about, right? Uh, we did do the Secret Teachings episode mm-hmm. also, so with Ryan Gable. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that yet, go over to uh, the Secret Teachings podcast. It'll yes. be on there. Yeah, it's on Apple, all basically everywhere. Yeah. I don't think he's banned on anywhere, but no. secretteachings.info. You can hear our episode with him. Uh, it was released September 1st. Yeah. Right. Actually, um, you know, you can listen. Yeah, exactly. September 1st. So uh, go check that out. But we did talk to him about this is uh, August 31st was the anniversary of Princess Diana's death. Mm -hmm. Right. And that was a big, big deal. You know what I mean? Because she was married to Prince. Was it Prince Philip? I think it was Philip. Yeah. Yes. And so she was this big deal. She was coming in. Everyone loved her. She was looked at as kind of like a Mother Teresa aspect, you know, where everybody, and I don't want to say that because, I mean, Mother Teresa was, I think, tied to some child She was very, stuff. very loved. But she was loved, yes. Yeah. Princess Diana was loved, right? Diana, Princess of Wales. She was a member of the British royal family. Um, she was the first wife of Charles, Prince of Wales, okay? And the apparent heirs, so not Philip, but of Charles, um, let's see here. So we were, we were discussing about this and something that Ryan had talked about was the ties with Anne Hesh. Mm-hmm. So she died on this 
Nemeralia festival thing, and he was looking back into ancient Roman kind of pagan festivals and whatnot. Yeah. There was one that starts on the 13th. Um, Anne Hesh, I think, got into a car crash on the 8th. They pulled the plug on her, uh, I believe, on the 14th. So between the 13th, 14th, and the 15th, that's a three-day festival, right? Mm-hmm. Nemeralia. The 14th would be the Saturday that they pulled the plug on Anne Hesh. And so he was kind of doing this, well, she died in a car, similar to the Princess Diana. Uh, the Nemeralia is a festival for uh, the goddess Diana. and she is like a moon god you know what i mean yeah and that's where i was like "Ooh, he's talking about the moon you know me and freaking moons dude so um this this was the thing where he said that it was she they they were pronouncing her dead on the like they pulled the plug pronounced her dead on the the 14th but they made the decision on the 13th to go ahead and pull the plug right yeah and i believe it was a friday the 13th was it not august Ooh, was it was august was that a Friday the 13th? I mean, we could look here on the fly, but... No. No, it wasn't. Okay. So, Saturday the 13th is when she died. It's close. There we go. So, <laughs> she died actually on the 13th. So, the inverse of that is 31, and that is the Diana, the Princess Diana, where this was like a big deal, apparently, right? This was the supposed... Princess Diana? Yes. That was a huge deal. It was a gigantic deal. I remember I was listening to Goo Goo Dolls, okay? <laughs> I did not give a fuck about... Iris? Yeah, I didn't give a fuck about Diana. I didn't care. I was in the back of my mom's car, head headphones in, you know, with my Walkman. Yeah. Got Goo Goo Dolls playing, bro. I'm looking outside going, hell yeah, my yeah, life is I, awesome. I, I remember the Princess Diana thing, too, and that, and that was big. That mm-hmm. was like every radio station, every news station for a good two, three days was nothing but Princess Diana. Uh, or weeks, man, yeah. if that. I mean, because it was a lot like I mean, Kobe. like completely full coverage of princess diana was a few was a few days yeah and well, then they was always in the news headlines but it was constant 24 hours a day yes princess diana has died yes indeedy um so i was just thinking about that and going along the lines of that i saw a video and this is getting a little woo woo getting a little out there okay everybody but this was a video by the Reese Report, Greg Reese, and he's a, a, a frequent. He frequents on the um, Infowars, Alex Jones, right? Yeah. And so he does concise little videos where he brings in documentation, he brings in the evidence, and he talks about certain things. He does make some some stretches here where he's you know this this was a blah, this was this, but you know that's his prerogative. But he does a great job of consolidating all this stuff and. In this video, he talks a lot about the connections of Diana's death and this ritual. And, I mean, for instance, it happened in this tunnel called Pont de Elama, or El... Elama? El Alma. El Alma. Damn, llamas. And that is supposedly this the bridge of souls. This mm. is like the soul bridge. You're like, yeah. somewhere that they used to do the sacrifice back in the day for goddess Diana. And it's just like, what the hell? What are the odds that in the same spot? Well, so it was a different spot in the world, mm. but they would do it below the Pont de la Alma. Yeah. So they just happened to have this have tunnel one there. Yeah. that was named after this thing. And that's where Diana died. And she hit the 13th column. I mean, I was just like, dude, really? <laughs> Out of all the columns. So, yeah, we just, I kind of wanted to play a little bit of this video. We can kind of listen to it and then yeah. break some of it down and then just discuss here. So, okay. here we go. Mm-hmm. Five years ago, Princess Diana's car crashed inside the Pont de la Alma tunnel in Paris, France. Her lover, Dottie Fayed, died upon impact along with the driver. And even though Diana survived, it took about 40 minutes to get her from the car to the ambulance. The official story was that they were trying to free her from the car, but several witnesses say that Diana was conscious and right unobstructed. Photogra- so in these photographs, they were showing Princess Diana conscious, awake, mm. alert, and unobstructed. So what the fuck are they doing with her body just sitting in there for 40 minutes? Yeah. Right? I mean, 
you don't need the jaws of life. She looked like she could have just been scooted right on out of there. Now, mind you, I didn't see her legs. Yeah, her nothing, legs could have been pinched. Nothing waist like, below. Could have been very possible. But there's still no reason why, if they were there taking pictures, why wasn't there anybody there to get her out? Absolutely. Why are we waiting 40 minutes for an ambulance, right? Yeah. For the time for her from the car to the ambulance, it took 40 minutes to get her from her car into the ambulance. Mm. That's a damn long time to wait, right? And not only that, I think it took another 40 minutes to choose what hospital they were going to go to once they were in the ambulance. So you had a 40-minute wait in the car. He's going he's gonna to talk about this. But then you had a 40-minute drive within the ambulance. It's like, you what? don't know where the fuck you're going to go? Yeah, I feel like those routes are like pre-planned. Like when you're on your way to a call, Absolutely. you know where you're leaving to. Especially with a high, uh, highly known figure yeah. in the public like oh, this, Oh, yeah. Right? Guarantee they're take Well, unless they had to take her to a specific place. Oh, for security reasons. Then it reasons. would be, far, maybe that was farther away. Mm. Well, nonetheless, I'm like, okay, first thing off the bat, she's alive. Yeah. When get, they get there, she's alive. Get the crew in there and get her out of there. What are we waiting for, right? So yeah. they waited. That was that was bizarre. So let's let's keep on going here. Graphs show that the back seat of the car was undamaged and witnesses were pleading with the police to open the door and help her. Once in the ambulance, it took about 40 minutes for them to choose a hospital. And when they finally set off, the ambulance drove at a snail's pace and made several stops, taking about 40 minutes to drive less than four miles. Okay. Doctor, Wait, made several stops? Several stops? What are we doing? You want a cheeseburger, Bob? Are they just stopping at red lights? Like, are they... If you have someone dying in the back of your thing, you don't stop at red lights. You don't stop at all. You don't... You you fucking go. Yeah. People hear your sirens. They see your lights. That's odd. They they would make several stops. That's odd to me. And why would it take so long to get to the damn hospital? You know? Yeah, that's a a 40-minute drive. So... To put it into, into perspective here, when I had my first daughter, it was emergency C-section. Mm-hmm. And we were here in, in our town, and they had to ship us to Portland to, to have it done. We were in Portland in like 25 minutes, 25, 30 minutes. And okay. that's like a, a 40, 45-minute drive. Well, how many miles is that? 50 miles-ish? Yeah. Yeah, so this took 40 minutes for them to drive less than four miles. <laughs> okay. That's... <laughs> That's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing back there? You fucking smoking a blunt or something? Or were you high when you showed up? Maybe. Is that why you're driving so slow? So that's the point. It's like, okay, so they really wanted her to die (laughs) within this tunnel or they, they just were fucked up. They didn't, they didn't handle this properly. That doesn't make any sense. The hospital is four miles away and it took 10 minutes a mile. All right. So here we go. Let's continue. Doctors were turned away. Witnesses were strip searched. Cameras were confiscated. No evidence was gathered. No blood samples were taken. And by 3 a.m., the entire scene was sprayed down with high-pressure water hoses. Mercedes wanted to study the wreckage to see why it failed so badly, but they were denied. Diana's body was taken by the royal family, who had her reproductive organs removed before burying her remains. Okay, pause it. All- That's weird. Right? <laughs> Why would you remove your reproductive system? Right? That doesn't... I, I, like, are you wanting to... Do you have a way to reuse it? Uh, like, is that... That's where I was like, hold like, up. Hold the, up don't, I don't understand the point of doing that. Yeah, I was like, can we not just stop on this section here and just ask Why? Like, she was dead. Um, By the way, they sprayed down the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instantaneously. Like, let's cover this up. Hurry. No investigation uh, of what actually happened. Just no. spray it all down. Well, they were saying that Mercedes wanted to study the wreckage to improve their vehicle response time. Like, was this our fault? Is this like a manufacturer defect? Could we improve this? And they said, nope. Nope. Can't look at it. So, um... And then this whole thing about removing the reproductive organs, right? That's odd. Uh, They did say under watchful eye of Michael Burgess, the deputy coroner of Queen's household, of the Queen's household. That means nothing. 
I'm, tr- I'm there's a link. This Michael John Clement Burgess. Uh, he was educated at Beaumont College, King's College, London. Blah 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 blah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he had any other well, notable. So, so he he was a professional. Yeah, I don't so think he they, had. They removed all of her reproductive organs under the watchful eye of a professional. Apparently, so, I, I wanted to I see. I don't care about that. Well, I wanted to see if he was well, why, tied to other people's deaths. Well, you know? yes, but I don't care that it was under a watchful eye, so it was done correctly. Mm-hmm. Why are you removing him in the first place? That's the question, right? Like, why would you own, like, did they remove any other organs? Was she an organ donor? Mm. Is that why they did it? But just her reproductive organs is what was mentioned yeah, here. Yeah, just removing her reproductive organs is weird. Absolutely. I've never even heard of that. I've never heard of... Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take the organs. Can, are you gonna donate your organs? Uh, yeah, we need your testicles, right? <laughs> I'd be like, uh, wait a second, can I rethink my decision? <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of want to keep those in my afterlife. Yeah, I mean they're kind of useless in the afterlife. That's, but well, that's, that's a weird true. thing to donate. But it would be fun just to still have balls, you know, after you die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get made fun of. They're like, dude, you let them cut your nuts off. Ugh. Well, well, yeah. So, regardless, they took her freaking organs. Uh, let's let's continue because it gets a little weirder over here, buddy. All seventeen cameras along the route of the crash were mysteriously turned off. Pause it. And all radio police frequencies went down. It says, "Did you know that on the night of Princess Diana's fatal car crash, every CCT camera along the route her car took was pointed away from the road as she passed?" From the Ritz Hotel to the point or Pont de Alma Tunnel, a total of 17 CCT cameras failed to spot the princess on her fateful journey. Conspiracy theorists argue that this proves there was something suspicious about the circumstances of Diana's death. Why else would every one of those cameras be facing away from the road as she passed? Who moved the cameras, they ask, and why? But those are valid questions. Very valid. Same thing we asked of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's que- or uh, his cameras. Yeah, why wouldn't they? Why would they be off? Mm-hmm. Who was in charge? Why did they need any of this happen in the first place? Mm-hmm. That would, that would be if there was an actual police investigation into this car crash. That is the first thing they ask for. Where's the security footage? Yeah, that, uh, that's there, what there they do. Not. If there's a robbery, if there's a murder, if there's anything in a public place. That's the first thing they do is they go, okay, secure the area. Yeah. Get somebody on Prince, get the security footage. We need to find out exactly what's going, what happened here. Well, and I am curious about the other cameras. Like they talk about these 17 cameras along the route that she took. Okay. Does it stop there? Like if you go down the road a mile, will you find 30 more cameras that are just facing the other way or not working, right? Is this a, a systemic issue along this or whole was road? It literally in this spot. Only. Exactly, right? And that's that's where you're telling the truth, but you're not telling the whole truth. Yeah. We got to know the whole picture here. Was was Were all of these CCTV cameras failing? Or was it just the 17 that you were just talking about, mm. making it look like a juicy story, you know? So that's that's interesting worth, number of cameras. Yes, seventeen. So it's kind of interesting, but yeah, it does get weirder here. Check this out, everybody. Witnesses were assaulted and threatened, and there was no investigation. Not until the inquest ten years later, which is when most people learned that Diana had penned a note in 1996 saying that someone was going to kill her in a car accident. Look at this that. note was concealed for six years. At the inquest, experts agreed that Diana would have survived if they had gotten her to a hospital. But the blame was put upon a military-style attack. Okay, pause it real quick. So if you can go back to that note. Um, let's see. Yeah, so she wrote this note, and there's there's footage of this, everybody. He has the actual note, and it says, uh, can you scroll forward to where it, it can make it a little bit um, legible there? My husband is planning, quote, an accident, unquote, in my car. Brake failure and serious head injury. Mm. How would she know that shit? Like, what? And then that's exactly how she ended up dying. 
Well, she didn't have a head injury. I think she bled out. I don't really know the extent of her injuries, to be honest with you. Um, Maybe this video will tell me, but um, I'm just like, okay. So in 1992, she wrote this note saying that her husband was going to try to kill her ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Red flag number one. Uh, yep. Where I'm going, okay, so what was going on with you and your husband? Was she cheating on him by this time? Or was she, like, was it cheating? Were they actually split up? Because I know she started dating this other dude, the mm-hmm. guy who was in the car and ended up dying too. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend. Because she was married to Prince Charles, but then definitely was not having sex with the dude. Yeah. Right, so she, I think, was on the side having this boyfriend. I think Prince Charles got a little upset, and maybe this is where she's writing this note bedside, saying, "Hey, um, well, maybe that was the reason why they didn't want, didn't want Mercedes looking at their car. They were, maybe they, there was actually something done to the car. Absolutely, hell yeah, brake failure. There goes a tire, pops yeah, off. I, I don't, don't know." know. So, yeah, this is just getting very strange here, everybody. All right, so just go ahead and start playing it from right here. This note was concealed for six years. At the inquest, experts agreed that Diana would have survived if they had gotten her to a hospital. But the blame was put upon a military-style attack. According to witnesses, a group of motorcycles, along with a white Fiat Uno, worked in concert to crash the car. First, with a blinding flash of light, followed by an explosion from the front tire of the Mercedes. During the inquest, a former MI6 agent described being shown the very same plan in 1992 for a possible MI6 assassination of Slobodan Milosevic and claimed... So, he... So this is getting weird. And I might have been wrong on the date of that note. So she, she penned the note in 1996. Um... But this this didn't come out until 10 years later. So I think like 2006 or something is when they revealed that, yeah, she had a note saying that her husband was going to kill her. But what this is saying is that how she was taken out was this military-style tactic. Yeah, there happened to be a white Fiat and a bunch of motorcycles. Surrounding her car. Yeah. And basically they boxed her in against the wall. The... um. It looks like the Fiat blinded her or blinded the driver with the lights mm. or vice versa. Maybe the, the motorcycles did. And then they took out the boom, wheel. Someone shot the tire out. Boom. And then they just slammed into the 13th pillar of this freaking bridge that was underneath the ground. Um, now, he is going to go on and, and he, he's talking about this former MI6 agent. And he was saying that they were... The what he was just shown, like this military style tactic of using the car and the three Yeah, the same execution plan. Yes. Was used apparently on Princess Diana also. Well, yeah. So he said that he he saw this diagram and he was shown this kind of way to kill people back in nineteen ninety two, so four years before, for a possible MI six assassination of Slobodan Milosevic. Milosevic. And claimed that it was MI6 who killed Princess Diana. You know, but just because you see it. Yeah, I mean. As an assassination style with MI6 doesn't mean that other people can't do it too, I guess. I'm just true. trying to play a devil's advocate here. But that means if if he's seen that same layout as a milita- militarized style attack on somebody, that means the people that were there in the same kind of. Sequence, fashion yes had some kind of knowledge of that tactic yep so who would that be why would they be there in that instance yeah and then why do you blame it on the paparazzi yeah because he's going to go on and say they the mainstream media basically is just saying oh yeah this was the paparazzi they wouldn't leave her alone they were pestering her the flashing lights the the driver I mean, got paparazzi has been around a long time i've exactly. never i've never seen an instance where paparazzi has chased you down on motorcycles and surrounded your vehicle while doing 80 miles an hour. Now, and here's the question. However fast they were going. She's a princess. Where's her escorts? Why just the solo driver 
where's the security? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't normal for a princess, one would think, right? You're, you'd be protected a little bit more, right? Yeah, you'd think. And so that's that actually, I think, does come into play here in a little bit. But that's one thing that I was thinking while I was watching this. I was like, so she's just in this solo car and these just freaking this posse just rolls up on them and just takes her out. Where's the protection, yo? You know, yeah, that's weird. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, yeah, play there. It was MI6 who killed Diana. Because of all this, the inquest ended with the verdict of unlawful killing, blaming her death on the mysterious military hit squad. But the mainstream media spun the entire thing to make it sound like it was the paparazzi that caused her to crash. You see that? Which is demonstrably false. And while there was no investigation into finding the members of this military hit squad, three years later, the alleged driver of the white Fiat, who had ties to MI6, reportedly committed suicide after being found shot twice in the back of the head and burned inside of his car. During okay. the inquiry... So... Yeah, so that, that's how everybody ends up committing suicide. Yeah, I usually they kill myself. They, they always shoot themselves in the back of the head. Twice. Twice. And then they... Because the they, first shot never does it. And then after that, they light their car on fire. <laughs> you know? God. But so the way that they took out Diana was determined to be a military-style hit job. That's, I think, what that this inquest, the report, yeah. shows, right? And so you had this Fiat and the three motorcycles. The driver of that white Fiat, uh, yes, what had ties to the MI6, mm-hmm. and he was found dead Later by, found- quote, suicide. Yeah. Uh, two gunshots to the back of the head. Burned, Burned in his car. car. Yeah. So... Uh, but they did say that they blamed it on the paparazzi. And how many paparazzi were there? They said there were 17. 17 paparazzi. Mm. This number 17 just mysteriously pops up. Right? Okie dokie. Now, it starts getting into Dodie. So Dodie is Diana's, I think, boyfriend at the time. Mm. I want to make sure that this is right here. Um, they were in the car, blah, 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 I don't see anything regarding Dodie in this transcript. I'm looking at the transcript of this actual video, so I'll have to do a little quick search. But regardless, it's going to get into his ties with the family, MI6, and all this other kind of crazy shit. So yeah, go ahead and play. Many things were kept from the jury, such as the fact that Diana's seatbelt was found to be defective Mm. and evidence of the car being sabotaged. Interestingly, these things would have brought more suspicion towards Dottie's father, Mohammed Al-Fayed, who, after turning down repeated offers from the French government to provide security, was solely responsible for Diana's security detail. There we go. And at the last minute, had them leave their security detail in front of the hotel as a decoy and take a different car. A car that was recently stolen, broken, repaired, and never checked by security. So Left with only one security guard. Yeah, so only one security guard in the car. Um, aside from the driver, Diane's security guard, Trevor Reese Jones was his name. Um, yeah. I so be- they found multiple things wrong with the car. Multiple things were wrong, but... And they're the ones that gave her the car to escape in. They set up the security detail for her, and they were saying, uh, we're going to switch some things out for you. Um, here you go. You can have it. Yeah. So her boyfriend's name is um, Dottie Fayed. Or is it Dottie? Dottie, yeah. Dottie Fayed. And her dad was this... I think Muhammad Fayed. Regardless, I, I think that they were they were still saying who was also in charge of her security details. That's what it is, yeah. right? And so Muhammad was just saying, "Okay, um, you're not going to take that car tonight. Here, take this piece of shit. Uh, the brakes might not work. <laughs> the seatbelt definitely doesn't work. Um, it was broken down, restored, but but eh, princess, you'll be fine. Yeah, and bodyguards." You'll just have don't one. Don't need you. You just have one. I mean, you don't even really need one. <laughs> You're going to die anyway. 
That's what Muhammad should have said, right? Uh, uh, so, yes, this whole thing is just being set up. I mean, clearly it looks like it's being set up, but now you could just say, okay, why did, why the sudden switcheroo? Was she in an immediate threat? Did she have to escape something? Yeah, I don't know. Because that's typically what you would do if, if you had some royal family and you're being tracked and followed. Yeah, there's usually like a sketchy situation is need you need to escape from. Right. And so I'm wondering if she was told that, hey, you're being followed. We have a backup plan. You're not going to take your usual vehicle. We have this broken down piece of shit. They won't uh, expect you to be in this. So we're going to send all three of these vehicles out at the same time. You're going to go that way. We're all going to go this way. You know, mm. just confuse whoever is yeah. trying to track you. Unless there, was, unless there was a made up scenario for her having to escape in the first place. Oh, absolutely. And then they would have just been like, yeah, she's in the shitty car. Go get her. Yeah. You know. So here we go. They were also assigned a new driver. A new driver. Henri Paul, who had no chauffeur permit, was tied to foreign intelligence services, was seen on camera signaling to someone just before setting off, had received oh over 50,000 francs the day of the crash. Supposed- and this was all under the watch so that of guy Mohammed died too, right? Al-Fay. Yeah, the, dr- the driver instantly died. And so they were showing that he had ties to MI6, was in the back alleyway. And got they- paid a bunch of money the same day. Yeah, they showed him in the back alleyway flagging somebody and saying, hey, we're going to take off here. And sent him a shitload of money. I mean, probably for his family. He knew he was probably oh, going to yeah. die. I mean, this was a suicide Maybe. mission. Uh, thinking if you're driving and you go head first in the freaking pillar. I'm, I'm sure they probably didn't tell him that part. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> maybe I mean, if didn't. I'm recruiting somebody to, to assassinate somebody in the way I'm going to have this done. Yeah, is just kind of just off everybody that's there. But why? I'm not going to tell the people that I'm paying to do this that that's going to happen. Why have the paper trail of the money though? Why pay him? You know what I mean? You're just leaving that trail of. Well, maybe they were just like we're just paying for a security detail. Oh, and just say this was a legit operation here. Okay, yeah. this was not anything weird. Okay, okay, I get you. All right, let's Fayette, get- who was deeply connected to the intelligence community. He was business partners with one of Lee Harvey Oswald's handlers and represented the grandfather of Muhammad Atta. But none of that was mentioned during the inquest. Instead, with the help of pop culture agents such as Howard Stern and Piers Morgan, Muhammad Al-Fayed has provided the world with the cover story that Diana was pregnant with Dottie's child and Prince Philip had her killed because he's racist, which seems like a strange cover story. That is, if you don't realize that the entire thing was a satanic ritual. Oh, Rituals oh, are meant so here's to where we're getting a little crazy. And the okay, death guys. of Diana is steeped in satanic ritual. The royal family, originally known as the Sachs-Coburg-Gotha bloodline, changed their name to Windsor to sound more British. Their inbred family is traced back to Vlad the Impaler, otherwise known as Dracula. Did and you know with that? several proud Nazis oh, in the- Whoa, say that again? So the I think Prince Philip admitted that his bloodline goes back to Dracula. No so good blood. Yes. I didn't know that. Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, look up. Let's let's take a break here real quick. Uh Vlad the Impaler and Prince Philip. Because uh I believe there's some footage of him. Talking about, yeah, this is, uh, or is it Prince Charles? Uh, Vlad the Impaler, how is Prince Charles, Queen Elizabeth, related to him? <laughs> uh, yeah. The link, it appears, he is his great-grandmother, Mary of Tech, T-E-K, or T-E-C-K, who was the grandmother to Britain's current ruler, Queen Elizabeth II. And was queen during the reign of King George V. Huh. Mm-hmm. So Vlad the Impaler, the cruel 15th century Romanian warlord who helped inspire Bram Stoker's Dracula movie. So the royal family are vampires. They're related to that shit, bro. 
I mean, and, depending and, on which conspiracy rabbit hole you want to go down, that would make a lot of sense, right? Right. <laughs> and, I mean, it shows that he's descend. Yeah, so Prince Charles is descended from Vlad the Impaler. And this is coming from, I mean, you're looking at CBS News. Um, you know, obviously there's there's other alternate news sources, but yeah, it's, it's basically... That's fucking weird, dude. Yeah. And then they go on to say that Philip was tied to the Nazi party. They show Prince Philip walking with the Nazis. I don't know what he's doing walking with them, but you know me with pictures. It's like, okay, it's a picture. That doesn't mean that he's like part of the Nazis. I mean, look, he's like literally right there in between two generals. Yeah. Uh, This was a funeral parade in 1937. But. Yeah, so if you want to rewind that, we can listen to what he, he's describing their family again, right? So this is the family history because they want to tie these two families together. So the the royals, uh, the uh, the prince Philip, Charles, all this shit, they want to mate with Diana, yeah. that family lineage. They want to connect those two timelines, and they have to do this for a reason, right? Tannic ritual. The royal family, originally known as the Saxe-Coburg-Gotha bloodline, changed their name to Windsor to sound more British. Mm. Their inbred family is traced back to Vlad the Impaler, otherwise known as Dracula. And with several proud Nazis in the family, including Prince Philip, the royal family is obsessed with pagan ritual and And all things occult. Pause it real quick. According to the careful... So if you look at the marriage, what is this? A wedding of Queen Elizabeth. This might be the first or is this the second? I mean, this is old ass footage, man. Yeah. But everybody's in wardrobes. They're in these like gowns. They're covered in these froths. Uh, It looks very pagan-esque, right? You got a circle. It's almost definitely weird as shit. Yeah, I don't know if it's (laughs) fucking satanic. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what this is, but if you stumbled upon this, Anywhere at random, you like, you guys are into weird shit. Yeah. I mean, because clearly those who are getting married, <laughs> they're all in white. I mean, the wedding party is all in white here. And then the circle of women around oh, them. Like, like a gray. Oh, it's a black and white photo. But. It could be red. Remember the, oh. the wide's maid's tale or what's that? Hands made tale? What, yeah. what's, the, what's that show called? Hands maid's Hand, handmaid tale. Hands like maiden tale. I don't know. But it's very bizarre. They're all in these like just weird looking shit you know what i mean that's all i can i I get to say it's weird looking you know yeah it's very weird okay culted according to the carefully planned breeding of royal bloodlines the marriage between diana and charles was for the merovingian ancestry of lady diana to be seeded into the royal family diana was well aware of this and referred to herself as the windsor broodmare they were married at saint paul's cathedral owned by the royal family and built upon the site of a Roman temple dedicated to the goddess Diana. Hmm. According to occult beliefs, the goddess Diana was Lucifer's consort. And on August 13th, 1313, they produced a magical daughter named Aradia. In Freemasonry, this same trio is known as Osiris, Isis, and Horus. Isis? Oh yeah, dude. I mean, so... Osiris, Isis, and Horus are humongous in Egyptian uh, mythology slash uh, religion, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the eye, the the eye, the all-seeing eye, that's the eye of Horus. Yeah. Right? And so he's tying in the Freemasons taking this ancient religious kind of, uh, I mean, it's, it's ancient religion, right, from the oh, Egyptians. Yeah. And... But he said that they got married. So Princess Diana and Prince Charles got married on or at that church that was bestowed upon this site or temple that was dedicated to, to the, the goddess, goddess of Diana, the goddess Diana. Right. And they owned that mm-hmm. cathedral, the St. Paul's Cathedral. And they were saying that Diana was Lucifer's consort. And so what that means is that. Diana was to mate with Lucifer and create a child. Yeah. 
and that child was going to be the child of Satan, right? And it gets it gets, it gets weird. <laughs> but they were supposed to do that on August 13th. I don't know what's weirder. The, I mean, there's nothing weirder. There's nothing weirder, bro. It's very, very weird and mind-blowing that the royal family is so dedicated to plan out their, their lineage like this. Uh, yeah. Like, that is crazy. Well, that's the way it's always been with kings and queens and I royal know, families. And- but to, to, to think, to try to get in the mindset that a bloodline, that, that almost, I mean, obviously in some religious aspects means a lot. Oh, yeah. But, like, to, to anybody else, like, you being related to somebody else means nothing. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, bloodlines, I think you just, you hit the nail on the head right there. It's about your blood. I think blood, lineage, um, that is kind of where all this kind of, this entitlement comes from. They yeah. think that they are entitled to own you, own people. The superior. Yeah. Yeah. They, almost godlike. You know what I mean? They're they're acting like they're gods. They go, hey, we were put on this earth to be ruler of men. Yeah. Even though we are men, we have the blood of God. Okay? And don't tell all your friends this because they'll think you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's that What's that conversation like in the bedroom? Like, hey, uh, Princess Diana, get, get over here. And she's like five. Hey, so um, just wanted to tell you. You have the blood of God in you, and you can't tell your friends, okay? I know it sounds weird, but you're kind of a big deal. What do you think that, that finishing move sounds like? When, uh, when, uh... Like, w- when they're finishing up, consummating this royal blood. Line, oh, yeah? And the guy's like, I bestow upon you! You know what it sounds like? This royal semen. I will tell you exactly what it sounds like, Chris. <laughs> it sounds like the demons... That are being released. Oh yes! Out of that frickin' damn dried up Euphrates River. Oh, if you get if you guys listen to this, haven't heard about this. This is crazy. Yeah, the Euphrates River or river, the Euphrates slash. I don't know if the Tigris River is also going through a drought. And I, honestly, I don't know how old this video clip was, but Clyde Lewis last night was playing this. Yeah, and I had to record this shit and send it to you guys because I was like. Listening to this by myself in my kitchen, <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> Everybody's in bed, and I'm just hearing this shit. So what happened? The, yeah, the, the the really loud one on the second part of this, yes, gets real crazy because it gets loud, and then it like almost like has a reverberation sound to it. Yeah. So and then you hear chains afterwards. Yeah, but so what these sounds were were these caves. So. As the rivers dried up, they you, revealed caves that they were underneath the water. Four yeah. caves. And so people were saying these are the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, they're saying that the legend says that they these caves were meant as jails or prisons for fallen angels. Yes. Yeah. And it happens to be biblical because the Bible talks about the Euphrates River, Tigris River. Yeah. The the um the area in which this is located is significant because of the Bible. Mm. And so what happened is as this dried up, people put recording devices down in those caves just to see. And, and this is what they got. And, you know, full disclosure, this is Clyde Lewis's show um, from a couple. I'm not going to play the whole thing. I yeah. might just play what was sent to you guys. Yeah. So here, let me kind of line it up here. Uh, okay, hold on here. They say were jails. They jailed. Uh, they said angels. This is where they jailed the angels or the fallen ones. Here's another sound coming from those jails. Sort of a murmur, sort of a a low. Listen to the second. Yeah, the second one's better. But uh, of course, there are many areas where they put these microphones and have had results that have just been downright creepy. Check this out. Oh, oh! They're heaving right here. Oh, 
because of chains. Yes. What? Is that? He goes, what is that? What Which... is that? This just sounds... So you put a microphone in a cave that's been underwater for centuries? Yeah. And that's what comes out of it? It sounds like it's like it's spreading. It's disconnecting and creating multiple voices and shit. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, man. If you got that audio back and you listen to that, you immediately shit yourself. Yeah, I go, we, who do you talk to? <laughs> You're not going to call Ghostbusters? I don't know. Yeah, so when I heard that, I was like, holy shit. And that one, the one where it reverberated and created, it separated itself and created like a higher intonations. Yeah. Right, and it layered itself. That is the one that he kept playing. Over and over again, he goes, listen to this specific growl slash who like it was like if if anything, if you're walking along anywhere in this world and you hear that sound. Yeah. That was terrifying. Yeah, you'd you'd cry and you'd want your mommy or something. (laughs) (laughs) At least that would be me. Uh, That's the sound I imagine demons making. Which the, which would what these would be right fallen angels that's what demons are that's what Lucifer is is a fallen angel yep well I guess demons wouldn't be fallen angel they're just something he made right or they're, uh, they're souls that he turned into something else you know it's it's a good question I don't know I don't know exactly inform me listeners I'm <clears throat> naive on that part of it well and, and a lot of that goes back to um, the Nephilim yeah the Nephilim were supposedly fallen angels right. And they came here to mate with humans back in the day, early Bibles. I don't know. Yeah. But there, that creeped me the fuck out. I, again, I don't know how legit that is, to be honest with you. Right. I don't know how old that is because I looked up articles about the Euphrates, Tigris rivers, like they're drying up. Mm-hmm. You'll find articles about those rivers drying up. I mean, all along the last 10 years. Yeah. So. Whether but just within the last few years, they've gotten to the point where they revealed the caves. Uh, supposedly. Yeah. I don't know. So I found Who, that that was very gonna, interesting. After that audio has come out, who's going to be the first person to actually go in the cave? Have, oh. have there people actually gone in there? I know who's going to be the first one. Zach Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Adventures. Be like, bro, <laughs> this is you. Show of a lifetime right there. Yeah. this like If you want to make so much freaking money, you got to go in these caves, bro. <laughs> Someone has to, someone has to, someone has to go down in there. Yeah. There's no fucking way. There's no way that I would ever be that close to something that could, I mean, that thing. Well, they're chained up. Well, it would. Yeah. (laughs) But you can hear the chains. But if you get that close to it, it might break those chains, bro. It might be like, now's my time. It hasn't broke the chains in a millennia. Well, it's never been close to that human flesh you know what i mean so if you get super close he's going i'm gonna break these chains like joe biden says you know Uh, maybe i don't know so i mean we can end this video but that is the point of he uh greg reese has done an excellent job i mean he's tied in and you guys need to go watch the video because the video he's tying in the evidence so there's visual evidence to this auditory value here right and he's tying in the bloodlines he's saying that the the royal family is freaking weird they have bloodlines that go back to freaking vlad the impaler okay and probably if they went to him then it goes way before yeah and so this is some game of thrones shit where, yeah it, where is. it literally is. yeah where you're where you're looking for that white walker dna and you're going i gotta mate with that and so they wanted to mate with Princess Diana to complete some centuries uh, in, old integration, int- like completing some bloodlines coming together that meant something to them. Well, it was for this Lucifer's consort thing. They wanted to re in, uh, reestablish that, re- imitate it. Hmm. They wanted to imitate this, the goddess Diana mating with Lucifer on August 13th, 1313, 13. you know, and you inverse that, she died on the 31st. And so there's, and if you look, you guys, there's a lot of 13s, 31s, 3s, 1s, throughout this whole month. 
And that's why I reached out to Ryan Gable. I, I commented on one of his posts. I uh, messaged him in Twitter. Yeah. Because he was just, he was noticing the same thing. Like, these things are coming in threes. You had Ann Hesh. You had, um, there were three Indiana kids or Indiana University kids who died in a fiery car crash. Mm. And then you had the Indiana, uh, she was some sort of investigation. She was leading an investigation team. But she was like a Senate or House uh, Intel Committee. Oh, yeah. She died in a fiery car crash. Same way Anne Hesh did. And then you get these, they mimic how Princess Diana died in a fiery car, or not a fire, but in a car crash. You know? Mm. And then you're seeing three people die. One was found dead. Uh, two were found dead at the home. One was found dead in the car. It's always like one death in the car and just weird freaking shit. I don't know if it means anything. It's a lot of like shits and giggles to a point. But then when you look at these people, who tracks their family lineage better than the royal family? Nobody. Nobody. So, yeah. Only royals. So, it's it's arguable that, yes, they would know this shit. And they are into this kinky slash satanic shit. I don't know. I don't know if it's like satanic stuff that they're into, but... If it's if it's following along the lines of this Egyptian mythological structure of Osiris, Isis, Horus, and Set, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's 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 bigger than people think. But that's just it's a it's a hunch. I think he did an excellent job, and I give him props for it. Um. How much time did that take up? Did we do the whole episode? <laughs> no, we got about uh, nine minutes. Nine minutes? Yeah. Do you want to break down this Winnie the Pooh thing, dude? Sure. You guys, yeah. Winnie the Pooh is now a horror film. Yeah, that's weird in itself. Yes, I got a little... I'm I'm subscribed to the TMZ app because mm. of this whole Hollywood you know, shit. I, I'm just like, hey, give me some updates. I want to see what uh, Hollyweird is doing. And violent, disgusting Winnie the Pooh horror movie... Yeah, trailer from drops New York, New York Post. Yeah, so we're going to watch this together and just kind of break this down, bro. We've never seen this. Okay. So here we go. Let's let's go ahead and uh turn that volume up. Boom. Oh boy. This is getting scary already. We're in the woods. You know you're the first person I ever shown this place to. Why am I so special? Is it it's just a quiet video. Okay. That's fine. Two people out in the woods, lovers. Now. We're not going to find them. We will. Oh, they're going through. walking through some kind of forest tunnel. Oh shit! Pause. Oh, oh, they found was the, that, the pot who, of honey. Was that Pooh's hut? That was his, it like in his tree thing. Yeah, they they found a pot of honey. You know how Winnie the Pooh has that big old red jug. Yep. yep. <laughs> he they loves honey. It. Ooh, the okay. beloved childhood character. Okay. There's a bike. There's a Eeyore. Dead there's a there's an old like a <laughs> man-made tombstone that says Eeyore. On Eeyore. It. You see that? Yeah. Scroll back to that real quick. He's touching the jug. You don't touch that jug, dude. Eeyore's rip. Look how cheesy that is. It's written on cardboard. <laughs> I don't know what that, that is. Plywood. It almost looks like a cutting board. Yeah. It's it's like red paint just thrown upon some plywood, mm. dude. But the human skull. And then look, watch this guy does the ultimate party fell. He touches Winnie's no. pot right there. You and never his name touch is that. Christopher. Oh shit. Of course it is. Yeah. We need to find out what's happened here, okay? We need to find out what's happened here. Oh boy, Christopher Robin. Ooh. Shit! Oh, there it is! Winnie the Pooh grabbed her by the back of the head. Have turned wild. It's okay. Okay, so that wasn't actually like a Winnie the Pooh. That looked like somebody just wearing a Winnie the Pooh mask. You would think. But maybe it's like one of those new bestiality things, you know, like you can be a furry. You can dress up like an animal. (laughs) You just dress up like Disney characters. This guy just happens to dress up like Winnie the Pooh and kill people. Hmm. Perfectly normal. I mean, it is weird that he would have the whole wood area like in the woods yeah like and then you have the pot he's all alone he's like i gotta fill my pot of honey well this is called blood and honey 
Mm. Right. So okay. he's liking he's like Winnie the Pooh. Always loved honey, mm-hmm. but got the taste of blood. Got the taste of blood. Is he, he has the mix of the royal family? Uh, he might be. <laughs> yes. So we see these group of girls here. They're getting in the hot tub. Hell yeah. Okay, we're liking this. <gasps> oh, chloroform. <laughs> Willie. <laughs> oh, get out. Written on the windows. In blood. The girls are freaking out. Winnie the Pooh is looking through oh, the windows yeah. like a creepy mother effer. Oh, she falls in the pool. He's oh. in the pool now with that her. Wasn't even, that, was, that was Piglet, I think. That yeah. was a pig mask. You hear those sounds? Yeah. It sounded like the cave it thing that like I just... It sounded like the cave people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounded like somebody trying to be scary, so, but just not. So in the beginning of this, it says that... Uh, Christopher Robin had abandoned his friends. Uh-oh. That's what... So apparently that pissed him off. And now in, in this scene, he says, I never would have left. I'm sorry. Oh, so that was... So he's the guy who got his head I, chopped off? I don't know, but I, it sounded like Christopher Robin grew up and was like, I don't need these fake friends anymore. What if... And then now the fake friends got, became real and they're like, I'm, we're going to fuck you up because you left us alone. What if the guy in the Winnie the Pooh mask is Christopher Robin's and Winnie the Pooh and his friends left him? Oh, so it's like a... Th- psychological horror yeah so, so he, it's all in his head well he cut and killed winnie the pooh and he's wearing his face <laughs> you know what i mean like he he's got this the winnie the pooh skin i don't know well let's let's find out here a couple more seconds though. they're running away from him oh he's on top of a car oh yeah bro winnie the pooh blood and honey yes and, and the words blood and honey are leaking honey and blood. I love it. You know what? I would watch it just for uh, the hell of it. Looks horrible, though. Looks very, very bad. It might be. It might surprise you. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. I I'd, I probably won't watch it, honestly. But it'd be funny to watch it just because we grew up with, like, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. That was like our childhood stories. Yeah. And then now they, they make it into this for the people that grew up with it. It's kind of funny. Uh, Yes. This reminds me of the movie Dead Snow, where it was Nazi zombies oh. in the snow. Mm-hmm. And you have like a bunch of just stoner whatever people just going out to the like a cabin. They're snowmobiling, snowboarding, all this shit. <laughs> They're staying out in this cabin. A guy goes and takes a shit out in the uh, outhouse. And then all of a sudden, there's a dead Nazi zombie comes and kills him. Very entertaining. Mm. Not not good. <laughs> the acting is horrible, but no, the action. I'm sure this will end up being just like it. Yes, the action is very good. So <laughs> regardless, everybody, you have that to look forward to. I mean, they're ru- I mean, is Disney pretty much ruined anyway? So what's what's this going to do? Not nah, much, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be. It'll probably be entertaining at best. Mm-hmm. Mm. What's next? That's what I got to say. Barney. What's next? I think Barney's next. Huh. Yeah. A murderous purple dinosaur. <laughs> I kill you. You <laughs> will die. Hey, kids. <laughs> Who wants a shig to the ribs? <laughs> <You know? laughs> a shig to the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> You're bleeding out. <laughs> yeah. God. Anyway. Yeah, who knows? Maybe those, there's going to be like a, a Pee Wee Herman horror movie. Oh, there already was. Oh, was there? Yeah, it's called him masturbating in a uh, theater. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's called, yeah, Popcorn Jizz. That's what it's called. Popcorn Jizz. That creepy mother effer. Um, yeah, so it was a cool episode, you know yeah. what I mean? Just breaking down this weird... Princess Diana, I mean, because it did happen in a very planned, methodical way. She was in that tunnel for 40 minutes. That tunnel was, we didn't even talk about this, but that tunnel was the bridge of souls. Yeah, that's what the the tunnel name meant. Yeah, so it was for them to cross the river of souls, right? Mm. So you got that bridge there. Regardless, the royal family is messed up. I always think that they're messed up. I think that they need to go away. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it, the type of people you can never really fully trust. No. You know what I mean? Especially when they're really the Dracula. And yeah. they're, they're trying to tie 
bloodlines together because they think it's going to make some ungodly child. I have no idea. No. But that's not the type of people you want in charge of anything. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for Winnie the Pooh, Christopher Robbins, you done fucked up. Okay? You should have shouldn't stayed. have left him. You shouldn't have left him because you turned him into a blood-hungry little pig. Okay? Or whatever the hell he is. He's a bear. bear. <laughs> well, Piglet was in there, too. That's true. I've seen him. All right, everybody. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining. Uh, PardonMyAmerican.com. Help support the show. Buy some merch. And get on Patreon. Join the family. It is a hoot. We will see you guys on the next show. Later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.